This episode is brought to you by the generous donations of Matt Lewis, Daryl Delaney, Darren Katzka, Ryan Royce, Jessica Smith, Laura Pickren, Irene Viarito, Nico Batson, John Carey, the Cam family, and Charles Compton, as well as many others. Hello and welcome to Eberron Renewed, a D&D 5th edition actual play podcast set in the Eberron campaign setting. I'm your Dungeon Master, Eric. And I'm Philip. I'm Randy. I'm Jeff. And welcome to another episode. Gentlemen, what happened last time? Uh, we went out in search of Crast in the aftermath of the blow up on our ship. The emotional blow up. Right. <laughs> Ship's fine, I think. Yes. Yeah. I mean, we haven't been back today, so. Yeah. Booyah does tinker on there, so eventually <laughs> it might. Uh, yeah, we went, we went to a, a uh, oh, we first went to the church, found out that Crast had been, that was his first uh, location that began his spiraling. Or they first saw the first evidence of his spiraling. Went to a bar, had a delightful conversation with some Swords of Liberty, mm-hmm. some fancily dressed, besashed swords, <laughs> and found out that Crast has been conscripted. We assume. I don't think he did this on. No, no, it was said that he was taken by Lord. Yeah, he was arrested. Shelsadra. Shelsadra. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Pretty close. That yeah. was good. Um. Basically, he's he, he's he's a gladiator now. He's in gladiatorial combat, and we all three went go get him out but then something happened yes yes um somebody had separation Barrett, anxiety or something <laughs> after the after the blow up on the ship Barrick had left and gone uh to cool off um and had gone to palace <laughs> what is that just giving me air quotes i know what happened you dirty bird uh, <laughs> what <laughs> i said i know what happened you dirty bird <laughs> you know nothing <laughs> hmm? You know nothing, Jeff Forsey. <laughs> His imagination knows a lot. Uh, yeah, I don't need to know it to think it. <laughs> I don't. I don't need to know it to talk about it. I've proven that my entire life. <laughs> That's the entire basis of social media. Uh, yeah. Um, yeah, I got Twitter. I know what's up. <laughs> anyway, uh, <laughs> went to Palos, and she said she had something she needed to tell him, uh, and that she would let him know when to come to the safe house, essentially. And while we were on our way to get crashed, uh, apparently that time arrived. And one of Paolo's Warforge goons, super cops. She have go- <laughs> okay. Yeah, that works too. Minions came and got barrack. So we split the party and Dex and Booyah are on their way to the red ring to try and reobtain crashed. Uh, so that Gerald will, Stop being whiny. And Eric is on his way to a meeting with Paola, uh, where he meet where Paola reveals from the shadows <gasps> King Boronel. So that hopefully Barrick will stop being mopey. You can be re- <laughs> if you can be reductive about emotions, I will too. We also uh I, mean, I have a developed complex character. Gerald <laughs> is our surfer pilot. <laughs> All right. Well, this is starting strong. <laughs> it was really buff. Booyah had another flashback as well. Oh, yes. Oh, that's, that's right. right. He did. <laughs> uh, Something about the uh, ranger. Veril. 
coming to your oh, village. Yes, and- yes, yes. I'm sorry. I, I will apologize now for feeling under the weather. Um, but yes, booyah. <laughs> How dare you feel under the weather? <laughs> <laughs> Had a flashback uh, for his village has obviously been under attack and he just remembers waking up with the ranger buddy telling him to come on we gotta go let's go let's get out of here and being basically hauled out of there yep okay so we're gonna pick up where we left off um with dex and booyah in the stands of the red ring uh watching a minotaur fighting some dire tigers who did you bet on you know you guys did some gambling (laughs) Oh, I absolutely. I well, see what I did was I asked around because, you know, I'm unfamiliar with this stuff. In this case, I just went with volume and bet <laughs> on the dire tigers is, as opposed to the Minotaur. Okay. Or, <laughs> well, yeah, bet Barb. What do I need to roll to see if I just want some money? Philip put it into the into the fiction and then we got to resolve it now. <laughs> um, we'll, we'll get there. The fight's still happening. So you all are sitting in the uh, stands of the Red Ring. There are vendors walking around selling food, items, things like that. The Minotaur seems to be faring well against the Dire Tigers. He started off against four and now it's down to three Dire Tigers. So um, he's swinging his great axe around uh, ferociously. You see black banners hanging from the stands uh, over the walls of the gladiatorial pit all around, uh, which, I mean, you've never been here before, but that's kind of weird. What I mean, are they just flag flying? Are they? They have crests on them. Logo? They, they are. They are just black black fields. No, okay. nothing else. Um, you can give me a check if you want to try to deduce what that could be. Well, yeah. I mean, I'm gonna. What check would you like to do? Acrobatics I, is not I acceptable. Mean, no, no, I know it has to be like. <laughs> he could find out whether they are whether they're tough enough to swing on. That's something he could find out with that. Yeah. I mean, investigation would just show me they sure are black, right? It needs to be like history or something. History right insight. Yeah, I'll do history. Oh yeah. You can make the check as well. If you like or not. It's 19. Okay. Inside. It's going to be 22. Okay. You both looking and just context clues and kind of putting things together. It's likely that these games that you're attending right now are being put on in memoriam of your Kamantu. A Stormlord's uh, death would have uh, warranted uh, something. So the human sacrifice. I know. A bunch we, of sentient <laughs> beings in the gladiatorial pits. We memorialize his loss by losing a bunch more. Thus far, you've only seen dire tigers <laughs> die, to be fair. Um, <laughs> That's fair. Everyone, or you two, give me uh, perception checks. I don't get to see if I perceive from across town. No, you do not. <laughs> That's 20. 20? I, I think I need to adjust my passive, actually. No, because oh. it's. Right, passive sixteen. My passive is just based on my wisdom. your modifier plus ten wisdom modifier plus ten. Okay, so it doesn't change even though my uh, your, proficiencies of your gone. perception. Yeah, your perception, perception modifier, modifier plus, 10. plus ten. Oh, okay, twenty one. Okay, that's my passive. That's your passive. I have a plus eleven now. I've gotten uh, everything I've taken. <laughs> every, almost everything I've gotten has given me perception and investigation proficiency bonuses. Dex, just remember that, Eric. Twenty one <laughs> passive. Anytime you roll <laughs> to see if I notice something probably do um well in this case dex you kind of start as you glance next to you and where there once was an empty seat there is now a gnome woman sitting in it uh just kind of staring forward and you recognize her from the gala you met her very briefly but it's it's lord Selshadra that's sitting next to you and she just hi dex oh um 
Hello, ma'am. I'm sorry. Is it is it ma'am? Is it Lord? I'm still learning some of the eh, I'm not so formal. You can call me ma'am, Lady Selshadra, Storm Lord the Great, whatever you want. <laughs> uh uh we'll I, I, we'll go with ma'am for brevity. Now she's the one that had the guy that gave me that painted the painting <laughs> the that painting. goofed me up, right? Yeah. All right. You know, I don't know if this is the time or place, but I just wanted to thank you for uh for uh, allowing me to see that amazing art uh from the man. I, I felt changed. After I saw it, I can't put my finger on it. Good art will do that to people. Absolutely. Who's your friend? Oh, uh, well, this is this is Booyah, Booyah Griggle. Um, Hello, fine lady. Hello, Booyah. We uh we met him when we were out. I don't, I don't, how much does she know? Uh, I mean, she knows we were gone for a little while. Well, we were out on our travels a couple weeks ago. We met him and uh, he uh, wanted to travel with us and we thought, cool. So he's been, he's, he's, he's me and Barry's new running buddy. I take it that those, uh, travels were and she she is still staring at the fight like she hasn't even like turned to look at you um take it that your travels in the jungle were uh, deeply affecting considering you look completely different now well you know that's a good point um how did you know it was me no oh, i mean i knew that you had a relationship with uh lord lassite and seeing a brand new moon elf in town traveling with barrack row into his house with a particular sarlonan drawl uh kind of gives it away well i never have been particularly good with voices um, <laughs> well you're right uh it was it was um it was quite a thing listen i don't think that it's any any uh any danger to tell you that we had some trouble I, you already know this we had some trouble in uh in breland and so i figured it was best i mean i've got some special things that helped me lay low real easily so i uh took advantage of them you know so i yes um you're huh. Your troubles in Breland and your relationship with Lord Lassite have not gone unnoticed by me, which is, well, I take it that you have a reason for coming to the Red Ring. I haven't seen you here before, and I'd like to you know, know the people that frequent my establishment. Um, we look for a friend. Well, there it is. I was trying to decide if we need to be forthright. Booyah picked up that mantle for me. Hi. Yeah, good. Booyah taps the person in front of him. Booyah, no see good. Cause Scoop maybe left a little bit. <laughs> please, please, boo y'all want to see. Um, you see a an orc turn around and like, and kind of scooches awkwardly close <laughs> to the other orc sitting next to him. Thank you, thank you, Booya. Say no, I thank you for your honesty, Booya. I figured that that's why you all were here. I mean, I I have somebody competing in my ring that traveled here with you. So I right, I mean, figured you, it wasn't long before you came snooping about. Well, do you recall? I mean, do you recall Theradek? The half orc. Yes. Yeah. Yes. He and Crash were close. Theradak died while we were out in the jungle and Crash took it hard and apparently made some bad decisions that led him here. And I'm just going to shoot straight with you. We'd really like to be able to get him out of this situation. And uh, I suppose that's just the talk that, that you and I need to have now. Is that? Yes, I suppose it is. Cut to. Cut to. Crash walking out of the red <laughs> ring. <laughs> um, yes. And we'll find out later when Eric decides yeah. what deal you made. <laughs> fist, fist pumped in the air like at the end of the breakfast club. Um, cut to a darkened room uh, with Bornell Irwinarn staring at Barrick. Hello, Barrick. Boy. Uh, it's, it's fine. I, it's, I can't decide if it's good or bad that I'm drunk. Um, <laughs> I'm sorry to have drawn you here this way. All right. How... How have you been? Uh, I know you've been in Stormwatch for some time. 
So like things good. <laughs> <How's> your- <laughs> oh, it's great. It's going real well. Good. Um, I apologize for the circumstances of us meeting this way, but once Lord Omerin told me that she had been spending time with you, I, I didn't even realize that you were in Stormreach. I, I needed to reach out. Okay, this is, this is not Beric being dense. This is deliberate. I assumed that was, I assumed reaching out was what you were doing when you sent those Valaran assassins after us. <laughs> and insight check. Ooh, not one of my strong skills. So <laughs> I love that you quantified that. It's okay to let the people think you're dense. They still like decks. <laughs> <laughs> 21. Um, Very good. You get the sense that he, he doesn't, he, he doesn't know what you're talking about, but he, there's half a chuckle almost not at your expense, but like they've been busy kind of like if you, you get what I'm saying. Um, yeah. Well, Barrick, I, I don't expect you to trust me in this moment, but I will tell you that that wasn't me. All right. I've only recently come to Stormreach. I've been hiding in Breland for about two months now. I don't know what happened, but some members of legislation convinced me to host a delegation of foreign dignitaries to improve relations. And one of those that they seemed hard pressed that we needed to curry favor with was the reedrance. During the, the party, I, I grew ill. I thought I just had too much to drink and went to my chambers and woke up to the sight of myself standing over me with a knife. Whoever was behind this, though, did not uh, realize that men like us cannot be taken down by a single thief with a dagger. And I got away. But um, in spite of everything, the 12-year-old that's still somewhere inside Barrick <laughs> just went insane <laughs> that the king of Breland said men like us. Let that bloom, Barrick. <laughs> Let it grow. <laughs> Bring that boy back. I miss him. <laughs> By the time I could even get sight of the gallet devolved into chaos, I, I don't know what happened, but I made contact with Captain Terra, who I know that you worked briefly with the Dark Lanterns, and you're familiar with the Citadel from your time at court, but there, there's a branch of the Citadel that, up until recently, I'm sure you were unaware that it existed, known as the King's Shadow. Does Beric make that? That's not a conspiracy theory. You, you see Bornell break eye contact with you and look at the ground and smile and say, Got to admire his dedication and says, yeah, no, it's not a conspiracy theory. It's a, a branch made up of individuals of other members of the Citadel and foreign uh, citizens that we can trust, gathering intelligence, performing acts that we obviously would not like anyone to know about. But primarily their function, most agents are sleeper agents. They go about their lives. Uh, perform tasks for the Citadel that they are a part of. And when an incident occurs, like a copy of a king standing in his bedroom with a knife, they are activated. And so Captain Terra put me into hiding, thankfully, moving me around the country until uh, an opportunity presented itself to get me out of the country. I see. And then I came into... Lady Omerin's uh, estate. I I knew her mother. And give me an insight check. Twelve. Now this is important. 
Dex just rolled a natural 20 <laughs> on his inside check. If he had been informed about this meeting that he was supposedly allowed to be informed about. I just wanted to get that out there. Continue fellas. So you wanted to send Booyah by himself to the gladiatorial pit to get crashed out? Let's not pretend. That's, to, let's not pretend. That's to, your su- it would make for good listening. That's your suggested. That would have been I, a great we idea. We, we would have just stuck a pin in the whole crash thing <laughs> and come back to it. Because that went really well. We, sticking a pin in the whole crash thing. Well, he's not running off. <laughs> <laughs> um, sorry, I didn't. I, I'm an idiot. You just see, uh, you don't get a whole lot of what exactly it means, but there's a small twinkle in Bornell's eye when he speaks of Paolo's mother. Um, Don't and, know how to feel about that. What? Don't know how to feel about that. <laughs> um, Proceed. Lady Omerin chimes in at this point and Bornell um, came to Stormreach shortly after Yorkamontu killed my father and so he's like a father to me. Um, that's why I I couldn't tell you. Cut to I I suppose what do you have to offer? Um I mean <clears throat> I'll be perfectly honest. Our our stock in trade is kind of um what's we're looking for? Adventure debts? Uh <laughs> <laughs> we got some cash. We got some cash, but Booyah didn't seem willing to give I I'm not gonna give up Booyah's money. That's fair. That's I, that's, that's fair. Uh, uh Booyah, Booyah help friend Gerald. Right, ma'am. Um, I only just have- to remind you, we did, we did take a couple. Hmm. It might be tricky. You're the thief, so you'll have to decide about this. Or the previous, the former thief. Mm. Uh, but we did take a couple of magical items out of uh, Amantu's house. Yeah, and I guess we haven't really. There, no one's laid claim on them. We just. All right. Um, if, if if it's useful. Yeah. Um, I only have personally one thousand gold pieces, but. We've got some some things, some interesting items. Um, we got some interesting, uh, you know, uh, stuff. We're very good at repaying favors with labor. Um, oh, there's gratitude. Gratitude's big, you know. Well, that's that's something I can work with. Well, and I, and I do want to stress that these are the sorts of things that need to be uh, pre-negotiated. This is not a one day. Oh. This is I don't know that I, I'm willing to do a one day. I will call on you kind of. Thing. No, 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 no. I I have terms and it's nothing so dramatic as <laughs> killing a storm lord um i need you yeah, i can't imagine i can't imagine even i need you to do something like that i need you both to give me deception checks real quick while she rolls insight yeah, I don't even remember. 11 charisma oh okay okay let's see how this goes 11 <laughs> 17 um she rolled very poorly fortunately for you all. So she just kind of nods and says, well, it's tiny hands. It helps you. If it makes you feel any better, Jeff, I'd really like to be at this conversation. Too, <laughs> I'm terrified of what she's going to find out. Um, I'm not going to, I'm not just going to be like, we'll see when we killed him. <laughs> oh, I know you're not going, I know that. Um, at this point, you hear the crowd cheering as the, um, the Minotaur stands victorious with his great, great axe Booyah over win. the dire tigers. Um, congratulations. Booyah. 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 You listen Booyah next time. Yeah. I just, I, I just lost 50 gold pieces. <laughs> I just won 5,000. <laughs> <laughs> no, <laughs> not canon. Um, <laughs> um, so earlier when I said I had about a thousand gold, <laughs> I have about 961 <laughs> gold now. Um, 
oh, well, it's good that you all are here while we continue to talk. Um, your friend is about to compete. Um, <sighs> though, I mean, I, I tell you this because you may not recognize him once he enters the arena. Um, and you hear murmurings amongst the crowd. Um, and you hear a, a chant begin to start up um, as you see a, a very life elf assassin come out with a couple of daggers and twirls them and checks them. And you see this figure come out from the other side of the arena it, wielding a metal shield. And his armor looks like burned metal just kind of that dark matted gray and he's wearing a helmet Dex. You, you, you might even laugh as you see him come out because his helmet has a closed face Mm -hmm. and it's the visage of a roaring bear as the crowd (laughs) begins to chant shadow bear, shadow bear, shadow bear. I've literally fought a shadow bear. Just putting that out there. Um, it went okay. <laughs> <laughs> and, um, but no, I, I turned to lady. She'll saw really quickly. Ask you shadow bear. Was that his idea or yours? His, his idea. Um, <laughs> all right. And I'm trying to establish a rapport with her, <laughs> <laughs> but Dex, a big thing that you notice is there are no markings of the silver flame. Any, like he's gotten a new shield, new mm-hmm. armor. It, he, he looks like a fighter, not a paladin. All right. And, um, I, and, and I ask her that as well. I say, do you guys outfit him with that kit? Is this like, is like silver flame stuff not allowed in the pits? What's going on here? No, he, he requested it. We, I mean, he, after his first couple fights, he made me a lot of money. And so we gave him new armor, new weapons. He got to design it, come up with it. You know, I mean, most people would bet, most intelligent people would bet against a mid fifties, drunk man in a gladiatorial pit and he's doing quite well. Well, I mean, I'll be really honest. You don't bet against a guy with nothing to lose. Yeah, I know that. They um, don't. Now, and you said that his opponent had, there was more than one. Person? No, just the, just the elf with uh, the uh, daggers. Okay. Okay. Daggers to either side. I thought yeah. I was thinking, um, I don't know, kobolds, who knows, but right. so <clears throat> favors. <clears throat> I, I have one in mind. Um, well, it's a favor. It's conveying information. I have a message that I'd like you to send. Um, uh, like a, like actual words, message. literal message, okay. not, not cut off a horse's head and leave it in somebody's All bed. Right. Nothing like that. Um, so specific. <laughs> yeah, that's gross. Why'd you even come up with that? Lady shows Andre. That's a, that's dark. Well, I mean, the the person that I want you to convey a message to is a rival, not an enemy. It'd be far more grotesque if it were an enemy. I mean, so so. All right, you you you, you had my attention. Now you have my interest. No, it's the other way around. No, it's not. No, whatever. Yes, booyah. Question: We have sending stones. Yes, yes. If they are on, could he hear? Is he close enough to where he could hear and? You know, and I know he would be smart enough not to say anything, but he could listen in. You could certainly try. I don't want to speak for Barrick, but I have a feeling that if he heard us yammering in the stands, as soon as he saw King Bornell, he turned the stone off. But I don't want to. Yeah, but I'm thinking that's what Dex. That's what Dex would be thinking. Idea would be to you can open up the channel to open up the channel. Sure. Okay. 
To... I'm just saying why Dex wouldn't do that. Right. Give me a slight of hand check. I guess he didn't know about King Bornell, but he also knows that Dex Barrick's not. 23. Okay. Yeah, you managed to just kind of scratch yourself and touch the... <laughs> Booyah, your stone's up here. <laughs> scratch your ear and think. Um, so yeah, you have opened up the channel. So the message that I know that you all have spent a fair amount of time with Lord Lassite since you've gotten into the city. What do you know about him? Um, he seems to have a lot of money and that's, I mean, that's really it. He, he seems to have a lot of money. And for some reason he took a shine to me and my friends. He does have a lot of money. You, you're right. I feel like all y'all have a lot of money. Though. Well, I, I run the red ring. So, you know, that's, that's my income. I thought that was like your side hustle. This is Jeff. I thought that was her. Yes. Okay. But this is her means of income. Okay. Gotcha. Um, you know, the, the Harbor master, obviously there's taxes and things like that. And, you know, last night runs the marketplace, but he's, he's very rich. And I was just wondering if you all ever wondered how, why, because he had a lot of money before he became a storm Lord. I mean, I thought it was hereditary or I thought it was a, um, a lineage thing. Pirates aren't great with saving, putting money aside. <laughs> so um, we tend to, to spend it as fast as we can get it. So um, no, uh, last night was a pirate before he became a storm Lord. Um, but that's not all he did. Um, he, <laughs> I recently found out. Um, He's a Breelish agent. Insight check. Yeah. I wasted my 20 on my joke roll. Um, I think that's a 17 for me. 15. You sense he's, she's telling the truth. All right. Now, when you say Breelish agent, what exactly do you mean? Um, it's, it's all very um, like subterfuge and sabotage and, uh, well, clearly, I mean, but, the, the double life would indicate that. Yes. <laughs> yes. Um, Sorry. pardon, pardon my candor, ma'am. <laughs> no, uh, I thought I was talking to a friend for a minute. Um, when he was out being a pirate, he was a, a spy for Breland. And I don't know if, I mean, you may disagree with me, but ties like that are typically hard to break. No, I understand that. Now, let me ask you this. I don't, I mean, I'm sure you're aware that Breland itself is in a bit of a upheaval at the moment. Is he a agent for the king or is he an agent for the prime minister? Well, I mean, I assume if you know this, you might know that. I mean, everything that I found indicates that he reports directly to the king. All right. And I mean, I'm not the storm Lord that just took a two week trip to Breland. And then all of a sudden the King was asking for your head. So now the King was already asking for our head. Okay. Asking for extradition. That's right. He did want us back. Yeah. 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 Um, so, you know, I, I will gladly let you all take crest with you right now. All you need to promise me is that your next stop will be Lord last estate. To let him know I know. And whatever else you want to do with this information, well, that's up to you. Um, may I make a counteroffer? You're, may, may, may I make a counteroffer? I'm most certainly willing to listen. All right. We take Crest. 
We deliver your message. We regroup with our friend Barrick first, though. I I want to know he he is he is from Breland. He knows where things. where is Barrick? Oh, honestly, no, I'm not certain. Um, he was with us, and then he wasn't. He does that these days. Yeah, he he be with us, then he just he go. He was like he was like guys, I got a thing. Uh, but um, he being from Breland, he might know the best way to go about delivering this message. Uh, and I think that it would be in the best interest of my continued existence uh, if he was with us. Are you amenable to that amendment? Hmm. We'll do it by day's end still. Should I make a persuasion? <clears throat> um. Yeah, go ahead. Which one of you is my persuasion dice? <laughs> Let's try you. 17. 17. Okay. I'll make one last counter offer based on your counter offer. You can either take Crast with you now and go to Last Sight's house, or you can go reconvene with Barrick, go to Last Sight's house, but Crast stays here and continues to participate in his scheduled fights. Boy, oh boy, oh boy, oh boy, oh boy. And you said he's been doing good, though. So, uh, <laughs> oh, uh, he's been making me a great amount of, I mean, throwing up against dire tigers, even this elf assassin. I mean, he'll get a couple cuts in, but no, no chance against Crast. That's why he's made me so much money. I mean, eventually the people will see that this old man is a great fighter. And they'll start betting on him. And that'll probably be the day that he goes up against uh, a couple of giants. No, I get it. I get it. Thanks. Um, but that's not this day. I don't know how the betting pool is going to go. You're the worst, Eric. <laughs> All right, Booyah, what do you think? How many times he fight in a day? Oh, he's scheduled for... At least three more fights. We we had toyed around with the idea of having a tournament to cap everything off. And so in that case, if he's entered in the tournament, then that's another four or five fights on top of that. I mean, how many times between one fight to to next fight? I mean, I I merely run the red ring. I don't book the matches. Here's a. Here's a here's a bit of a favor. Let's discuss your business model. You're concerned about when people realize this guy becomes a good fighter, so you keep parading him out multiple times a day to keep showing how good of a fighter he is. Oh, I want them to realize he's a good fighter and bet big on him winning. Gross. Um <laughs> she runs a gladiator ring. <laughs> yeah, I know. And yeah. now it's gross? No, no, it's been gross the whole time. <clears throat> Let's go ahead and cut to. Yeah. Let you all digest. Barrick, I I don't know what the reagents are up to. I don't know why they're doing what they do they're doing, but I know I know I need friends. And even as a king, I find myself sorely lacking in that department. I'm not sure what you're asking. Eric, I, I know you didn't ask for this. I know that you don't deserve this. I know it's not fair. I know you having to flee Breland wasn't fair. I, 
I had a great deal of respect for your mother. She was one of my closest confidants during the war. I was, I was at fault. Insight check. Okay. 14. He's telling the truth. All right. There's no double meaning to confidant, right? No, 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 no. Punch the king. No, 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 no. (laughs) I, I blame myself for the position that you and your mother were in after the war. I, and the rest of your family, your mother belonged on my council. You belonged at court every day, but politicians told me that it was time to put aside generals and focus on peace, which is ironic since the people that I've met that have wanted peace more than anyone are soldiers. So I sent your mother away and I need to make that right. I, Commander Bala spoke to me of you and your compatriots during your brief time with the Dark Lanterns and said that you were capable and fair fighter with quite a bit of leadership potential. And so I, I need, I'm not making a play right now, but Breland is in the hands of somebody that it does not belong to. It's not in the hands of the people. It's not in the hands of me. It's not even in the hands of the legislation. The Riedrin showed up and then everything went to hell. So I think they have something to do with it. I, I have, like I said, few friends, but I do have some in Stormreach. I'm surprised you didn't know more about the King's Shadow, considering you've been in close contact with two agents from that organization. Nobody, aside from Captain Terra and myself, knows, but um, Agent Wote, he was activated when things went south, and I requested that he assist in getting you all out of the country. And uh, you would know him now as Lord Lassite. I still call him Agent. But once we were able to make contact with him, he was the one that got me out. Beric, I need, I need somebody by my side. And like I said before, your mother... During the last war, she was the one I relied on. And I have something for you. Cut to. <laughs> All right. Um, <clears throat> All right. Dex just knows that any fight, it could be Crass's last fight. And more than anything else, Dex needs Gerald in a good headspace. And she just wants us to give info, right? I mean, she just wants us to pass a message. Right. Now, now don't, I know I'm putting, don't undersell the message though. Like no, last night sold it. you all out. I get it. That's the but, message she's giving you. But mm-hmm. in Booyah's head, it's, he understands. But. Yeah. Right. I mean, yeah, we got to do it. We got to get him now. We got to just go all, all, all yellow barracks is speaking stone on the way to see. And okay. also, we'll have Crass, and if he's willing to be helpful, he he could have just as much insight as Barrick on what we need to say and how we need to say it. So, during that whole conversation, your speaking stone never activated. Okay. okay, I figured the room probably would interfere with that. Yeah, yep, it was a chance. Yeah, all right, it's a good idea. Though. <clears throat> all right, Lord Shellsadra, Shellsadra, um, we'll deliver your message. Give us our man. Excellent. Um, well, 
It looks like he is wrapping things. And as soon as she says the word up, Crass stabs this elf in the chest and he falls on the ground. Yep. That's how I thought things oh, were going to well, go. Oh, I hope he want to go with us. I mean, yeah, I figure we're going to have to do some persuading, but we'll. Well, I mean, just go down to the uh, the side entrance. There will be a big min- Minotaur standing guard, and it's quite irrelevant whether or not Crass wants to go with you. He is yours to take. Oh, I don't, he's not. Gonna, he's free. That's what matters. He's not in here anymore. Whether he goes with us or not, we can tell Gerald we got him out of the red ring. And so, so. Sounds good, booyah. All right, so we go down. Okay. As you all go to leave the red ring, give me perception checks. 23. 16. You both notice just a couple of individuals that are entering, like crowd is funneling in as you're funneling out. Um, you see a couple of people wearing um, brooches that, uh, well, I'm sorry, Booyah, you would have no context for this. So uh, Dex, you, you see them wearing brooches of the King Citadel from Breland, um, just filtering in through the crowd. Um, but that's what you note. I move a little faster. They don't see, they don't, they're not going to know me, but I need to get to crashed. Um, okay. Oh, yeah. Small. He, he hide behind you. Um, so you all get to the side door and you see the Minotaur standing there and so Chandra said you'd come. Well, and, and, and here, and here we are. I, and yeah, he uses the haft of his great ax to bang on the door. And you recognize this is the same Minotaur that just got done fighting in the red ring. Oh, uh, great job, by the way. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. <laughs> Hang on. So like you work for her and she's still putting you in there to. I, I bring glory to my name. You bring glory. Booyah. You with money. Booyah. Booyah. <laughs> like you. I like you too, little man. Yes, um, that is that. <laughs> That was that was really that was really great. We were all really happy that you won your match. And I just shoved Booyah before he has a chance to talk. <laughs> um, you uh, you do notice that he is wearing a a choker. Basically, it's made of uh, brass with a giant red ruby right on the throat, and it looks like there are multiple hooks for like chains and stuff like that on it. Gotcha. Um, and the door opens. And you see uh, a couple of uh, a tiefling and a half orc just getting crashed out. Why those two? Um, oh, ah. <laughs> um, it's like the three. It's, it's like the guys I've lost. <laughs> Poor crashed having to be led around by a tiefling and a half. Is there a is there a warforged back there too? <laughs> um, and crashed has a similar choker on, and he just looks befuddled at you two and they unlock the choker and it falls off his neck and he many many thanks but who are you um we'll explain on the way because apparently i'm batman yeah Uh, (laughs) yeah i know that ain't ain't crap i know you know what i do is i kind of i look at him and i uh well as soon as you talk yeah that's the thing i'm I'm trying to think of just what i would say i'd say uh uh well uh we uh, 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 agent, agent, Woat, no, what, what the hell, what's he go by? Paladin Woat, Crast. Crast, Crast works. Yeah, I mean, hey, hey uh, listen, Crast, we've met before, all right? And hearing your voice, his shoulders kind of drop. He's like, I see. Well, let's go. 
I, I booyah, booyah, nice meet you. You Gerald Fred, Gerald, very sad. But Gerald won't see you bad. All right, that we can we don't need we don't need we don't need to ride a novel. We gotta we gotta get going. <laughs> um he is right. Gerald, is we're as right. we're walking, as we're okay. okay. I didn't know I didn't know we were walking yet. Yeah, yeah that we're, makes we're sense. Conversing. Um <laughs> the walk and talk. Okay. Um presumably we're gonna rather than having you all catch Barricka or craft up on what all's going on, mm-hmm. we'll do that on the walk right. as we cut to um I will say I think it's important. Um well no, we'll play it out. I don't know if Dex would say yet or not. He would definitely say about the Citadel, people from the Citadel walking in. Okay. To say like we gotta beat feet quicker. I don't know if he would say, Hey, by the way, Lord Lassite works for the king. Yeah. Oh yeah. I'm okay. not sure. And all Booyah cares about is reuniting him with his friend. <laughs> right, so. right. Um and, you know, what pertains to us. Right. Um and Borinel gestures to Paolo who walks over with something under her arm and hands it to him. And you see that it's, it's a helmet and he's looking at the front of it. So you can just see the back and your mother. Um, <clears throat> she was a fierce warrior, but she also learned and relied on the people she had around her, including a small group of Valinar elves that she had brought into her company. And they taught her that a soldier can affect change on a battlefield, but a legacy can strike fear into the heart of entire armies. So she adopted a moniker on the battlefield shortly after I <laughs> just making faces at me. It's killing me. <laughs> Because I think we're having the same thought. Proceed. Um, I, I met a companion of hers one time, and it was shortly after coming to contact with him that she adopted this. Um, he was a drow that seemed like a cunning, albeit polite, individual. But after that time, she was on the battlefield and to our enemies known as, and he turns the helmet around the gray Hawk. <laughs> oh, it's bad that I'm drunk. That's it's, it's bad. Um, you did say that Barrick immediately sobered up. I mean, you can, no, I was, <laughs> I don't think Barrick has that magical ability yet. Mm. Um, have had some deeply unpleasant experiences with bird named people recently. <laughs> Chromatic birds. Yes. But I've heard. And give me an inside oh, yes. check. Because all of that would be. Uh, boy. Hey, natural 20. Oh, okay. uh, yeah. Why does this keep happening when there's nothing reasonable <laughs> I can introduce to the scenario? Um, you, you see nothing but shame when Borinel says, I've heard. Oh, right. Yes. Hadith. Yes. Uh, Where do you think Hadith got the idea from? I'm. What, did, what are you saying exactly? I, I'm. Hadith. I mean, Hadith looked up to your mother um, and liked the idea, I suppose. I'm not saying that your mother had anything to do with the way Hadith is now. But the idea of 
a, an idea growing larger than a person. Right. No, I, I mean, it's not just that we, there's a masked vigilante here called the white Raven and I ran into someone who was just the Raven. It's, it's been a thing. Uh, thank you. Thank you. Uh, and he takes the helmet. Her greatest hope when her time came was that one day her son, Beric, would, once he had risen to the heights that she couldn't even imagine, that the Greyhawk would return. I need you, Beric. There's something happening in Breland. There's something happening everywhere. I, I read your reports. I read what you told Commander Bala. I know that you've been here for some time and presumably begun to build a life for yourself. But it's time to go home. Cut to. So I've thought about it. <laughs> Crash is definitely finding out the message we have to send. Okay. Because we've got to go. I mean, we're, our, our he's going to find out one way or the other. Our deal was we're going straight there. Yeah. He's going to be with us. Right. So I say, uh, listen, Crass, I don't know how to tell you this. We got to make a quick detour. Uh, we got to go speak to Lord Lassad. Oh, uh, the whole reason we were able to get you out is because we had to deliver a message to him. And that message. Well, I'm glad you, I'm glad you kept your fighting skills up. Cause I don't know what's going to happen once we let him know. We know, but apparently Lord Lassad is, uh, actually an undercover agent for King Borodell. Crass looks, hey, give me an insight check. Nine. 13. Um, you both see confusion on Crass's face. Uh, you don't really get much more. Um, well, like I want to be clear. I understand what that means for Dex with what he knows right now that he's walking into an agent of the King to say, we know you're an agent of the King, but he needed to get crashed. Like it, it, I feel like it seems like I'm taking this way to walk in the park when I'm about to go tell a guy, Hey, you work for that guy that wants me dead, but that it is what it is. Yeah. So, yeah. Oh, also real quick before we do the cut to um, at the end of your scene, Barrick, you get this weird feeling it, it seemingly comes out of nowhere. It's not when you take the helmet, it's not, there's nothing around you that would trigger this, but you almost get the feeling. It's the same feeling you got when you killed Silverin. It's the werewolf, it's the werewolf not the vampire. Yeah. Well, he was also a vampire. Um, oh yes, that's right. It was a vamp wolf. Um, the same feeling you got when his pact merged with yours and the same feeling you got when the Ravens pact merged with yours you have that feeling, but it's external and you don't know why it, you all, it's almost like you're feeling it happen, but it's far away. Oh, cut to <clears throat> right. Walking. Oh, indeed. Um, no, you are on the steps of last night's house. Uh, the guards see you coming and, wave you through. Um, I see that you're coming back for another visit. Yeah, we just can't stay away from the guy, it yeah. seems. Very well. Uh, I believe uh, he and Chuck, uh, Charlie, uh, upstairs. And you all walk. The door is open. You see uh, Charlie exiting last night's office. He kind of starts. What, the, what are you doing here? Came to talk to Aaron. What, 
what's about? This is, I mean, listen, Charlie, we've done this dance so many times. We're here to talk to Lord last night, not to you. The whys and wherefores, the what's about don't concern you right now. Very well. Charlie just kind of sidesteps you. And- I, I do appreciate everything you've done first though. I did. That was, a, that was rude. <laughs> um, <clears throat> now call him Chuck drive in the last nail. No. <laughs> um, <clears throat> finish him. That's your, that's your game. Um, I feel really bad about that as someone who really hates it when people abbreviate my name. <laughs> um, Varen stands up from behind his desk as you all walk in and say, Oh, Hey, um, good to see. I don't know, uh, to what I owe the visit. Oh, by the way, you said you liked them. So, and you notice that he has taken down the tapestries in his <laughs> office and they're sitting on his desk. Um, I, I ordered some they new ones. So, new sales. Um, right. You can, you can take them. Uh, Booyah runs up and grabs them. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, Mr. Wote. <laughs> um, yeah, it's hard, right? <laughs> Honorifics in this world are difficult. Good to see you out of the red ring. And he, Crass just glares at last sight. Oh, great. All right. Here, oh, give me an insight check real quick. Okay. Seven. Okay. Crass seems pissed. <laughs> 19 does that mean he's like really pissed you get a sense that he he is angry but not threatening well i wish i got that sense but i don't <laughs> all right i gotta do the thing um yeah yeah he's out of the red ring uh lord last um <laughs> you must have struck up quite the bargain with lord selshadra to make that happen actually she gave us what on the surface seemed like a pretty simple task uh but i gotta tell you i'm really concerned about how it plays out once we're done well, if you need any help, let me know. Yeah, well, you say that now. Here's the thing, Lord. Last night, here's the message. It was we're delivering it to you. So you listen good. Well, let's let's. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. He seems gravely troubled, Lord. Last night, uh, Lady Shilsadra sent us with a message that she's learned something about you. I got to be honest; it's something that when I learned it, I was pretty um. I'm a little terrified. To be perfectly honest. Um, she said you work for King Borno, and that's and that she knows it, and that she wants you to know that she knows it. And here's the thing: now I know it, and King Borno wants me dead. So how do we resolve this, Lord Lassite? Everyone, give me perception checks. Twenty-one, eighteen. I rolled a four, so going with my passive. Now, when you have us do checks. Can we lean on our passive or do we have to do the number that we rolled? I really don't know how it works. Um, the One of the developers clarified that they they play it as your passive is your baseline. So if you roll a one, you still use your passive. Okay. I'm, I'm struggling with that thought process just because it doesn't take into account like you being distracted or stuff like that, like making a perception check with disadvantage. Even in that case, you're always going to have a 21 perception, which is incredible. So, I mean, I'm willing to take case by case. You can, I'll yeah. tell you what I roll and you decide if it's okay. If we got to you with my passive, yeah, so, I'm thinking passive 16 is pretty darn good. In, in this <laughs> case, my roll was a 15. Okay. What was your roll? Uh, my roll was 18. I think the way we can play it, if you all are asking to make a perception check because you are looking with, for something, passive is the baseline. If I ask you to make a check because you're doing something and I'm seeing if you notice it, 
then case by case, but probably just going to take the roll. Okay. Um, and then as long if you're, if you are rolling. Yeah. To make stealth or noise something. or something, yeah. then we go with our, you, you just know our passage. Yes. Right. Okay, cool. Great. Um, okay. This has been behind the screen <laughs> with a couple of nerds. Um, okay. Last night puts his hands up. It's like, okay. Um, that's not entirely true. Nor is it entirely false. I, I'm, I'm not you know, on guard. I'm not threatening, but I am preparing to like, my my hands inching closer to the button, okay. uh, where if I've got to things pop off, I'm ready to get dirty. And I look at Booyah trying to convey the gravity of the situation, which I think do you, does Booyah grasp the gravity of the situation? Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. He's he's fairly intelligent and fairly no, wise. No, I know he, I know he's I know he's wise. I just didn't know. Yeah. I didn't know how much we told him of the past. You're still new to civilization, so it. Like, but you're picking yeah. up on it pretty yeah, quickly. I'm picking up on yeah. what's going on. Um, yeah, I know B- Bornell's not after Booyah's head, right? But yeah, but you know that Bornell wants me dead, and this right. guy that's been with us right. works for Bornell. So right. yeah, yeah, you're on board. You're not pulling out your crossbow or nothing, but yeah. you're on board. I got you. Yeah. Okay, so please be ready to pull out your crossbow. Um, <laughs> cut to God. <laughs> there are allies in Breland. There are allies in other nations, but I, what do you need me to do? I, we need to figure out what is happening. Why shadows are invading. Why the Riedrins have all of a sudden performed a coup in Breland. Things are happening fast. I mean, three months ago, everything was fine. I mean, sure. The tension, the swords of Liberty were a nuisance, but they blew up a building. They've never done anything like that before. Things have gotten so much worse. And we need to figure out why, but we're not going to in Stormreach. Before I can answer this, there's someone I need to talk to. I need to to work through some of this. And this is a lot. At the end of a period where I've gotten a lot um i know this is urgent but i i need to have a conversation with someone before i can before i can give you an answer you be here i had hoped to set out as soon as possible my time in Stormreach grows short i don't think it will take long lady omerin speaks up and beric my my estate is constantly under watch and unfortunately, now they have seen a hooded figure leave, and that will raise suspicion. So I'd also hoped that perhaps we could borrow some space on borrowed time to hide the king. Well, I, I doubt that Gerald will turn the king down, but uh, I'm not exactly in the best position to ask favors from him at the moment. I suspect that he will allow you on board. Good. Well, then I believe that it's time for you to go have your conversation we will make our way to your ship all right and you see Borinel grab a a dark green cloak and begin to put it on and just laughs and looks at you and says, 
we have magic for everything, but an old hooded cloak is still the best disguise for my money in anywhere. I have a friend who's a changeling. <laughs> I have a different scale for that sort of thing. Fair enough. <laughs> um, and he pulls the hood up as he and Omerin exit the room. Uh, Eric steps out of the room, at which point he presumably begins to hear the conversation that they're having. Um, so, <laughs> as is that is that the fantasy setting version of nothing sounds better than vinyl? <laughs> All the magic in the world can't beat a cloak. <laughs> as you begin to hear the voices in your ear, uh, you hear Lassite and Dex and Booyah speaking. Erebus appears in your hand. Yes, I know. I was just coming to talk to you. But Eric, can we not do it right Eric, now? They're in the here. The they're here. They're here. They're here. Who? But uh, by whatever gods you give a crap about. The shadows. The lich. On the, table. the lich. Who? The lich is in Stormreach. Where? Un, uh, under. I hold, hold on. And the sword begins to vibrate as the runes glow brightly. And you see an image. It's hazy. It's wreathed in shadowy flame as an image appears in your mind's eye of the lich. It's like a from above view of the lich and a number of shadows with a portal open somewhere. It looks old, ancient. The architecture, it's dark. It seems wet. Um, but they're carrying some people through the portal. Try not that. Cut to, um, (laughs) (laughs) your, your, your face when he said cut to was, um, priceless. As last night finishes his thought that he was expressing that what, that it's not true, but it's not untrue. Yes. Okay. And, and he begins to take a step around the desk to approach you. Mm -hmm. Um, he stops and you see a confused look come over his face as he makes eye contact with you and then you booyah as you see blood begin to form on the front of his chest and Lassite falls to the ground. You, you hear him coughing still and uh, from behind the desk. You <coughs> my <coughs> <coughs> Dex, booyah. What? Are you coming around the desk or are you just sit, like... I am... <sighs> yeah, probably, but first I'm going to do a perception check for what... I mean, or is it investigation? You can make another one. What do you mean? You already made a perception check. Yeah, I, I, I want to I look for a trap. Uh, near, uh, or not a trap, but like something that... Fudge. I want to look for like six things right now. I want to look behind the new tapestries to see if there's somebody with a dart gun. I'm going to head toward him. Okay. But be looking to see if I can detect what has happened to him as I approach. As he fell, you saw the back of a crossbow bolt okay. sticking out of his back. Okay. Okay. So then um, I'm, I want to do a quick investigation just beyond him to see what's behind him then. Okay. While I'm walking towards him. Okay. Um, go ahead and do that with disadvantage since you are distracted. Or are you, are you focusing? I don't think I'm distracted. I'm intently looking to see what just shot it from behind. Okay. 
Go ahead. And that's a 28. 28. Okay. You see some, like, the garden that was behind his house and trees. Mm-hmm. You see some of the leaves rustle from one of the trees. Oh, so there was a window behind him. I yeah, didn't realize yeah. That. He had taken down the tapestries and had the window open when, okay. when you walked uh, okay, in. Okay, okay. Um, Booyah, um, you, you get to him first, and he grabs your shoulder. Booyah. <laughs> Whoever did this, my... My son is in the garden. You have to go get him. If they're coming after me, they're going to come after him. Hurry, please. <coughs> and he coughs and some more blood comes out as he slumps back and help him. And his head hits the ground. And he's gone. All right, well, I'm going to loot him um, real quick. <laughs> <laughs> Booyah's headed toward the garden. Okay. My problem is that's probably a really good idea. <laughs> I know, but I'm not actually going to, but it is. Um, so Booyah takes off running out of the room. Mm-hmm. Um, then he says, Booyah head garden. I Son. mean, you could have heard what he was saying. He yeah, yeah, faint, okay. but uh, Crast is right in step with you all. Um, I mean, I guess, yeah, hell, I have to follow Booyah because I, I heard that. I mean, DM manipulating me. <laughs> what did I do? You brought kids into the picture. Have we seen his son? We You've can... never met his son. Yeah, that's the thing. We, we can't just run out there and be like, which one of you is little lass at? It, it only takes you, I mean, 10 seconds to get down the stairs moving at a full sprint. You throw open the back doors and, and you see a, a single kid with a wooden sword kind of running around hitting some of the bushes and things like that playing. Um, and you see Charlie standing nearby in the garden watching him. Not like what, but just like okay. babysitting. Um, it's on his phone. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Booyah, since you're the first one out there, give me perception check. 19. 19. You see a figure moving through the trees behind the garden. Like coming towards Coming towards you all. Um, with your passive, as soon as you get out, you notice that too. Um, How old is little last sight? Um, you'd peg him at six and a half, seven. Okay. In that case, um, <clears throat> I noticed the the figure. Was a figure just for like evidence of something moving? It was a figure. Okay. I noticed the figure, but I run straight for the little last sight. He needs a name. Cassian. I run straight for Cassian. I don't say that because I don't know his name. I scoop him up, hand him to Charlie. I say, I say, get indoors. Lock yourself in a room. Okay. Um, Do I need to roll something for that? Or is he just going to do it? Cause I said it. No, I mean, he, he he'll do it. Cause you said it. I mean, okay. He, okay. Um, <laughs> this isn't like a game we play. He gets that. If I do this, it's yeah, for real. Sure. The figure stops moving. Um, give me, give me another perception check. You all 16, 16. You all see the figure stop moving and then you blink and it's gone. Cut to Eric. I, I can lead you to them. I, I can sense where they are. Fine. I'll do this because people are in danger, but cards need to be on the table. And while we're running, you need to tell me what you want, what in the world you actually want me to do. Because frankly, I have another offer. <laughs> and we I'm, hear this too, right? Yeah. And I'm you, going to Brim. And you hear that. You don't. Okay. Um, as and su- then as-, as I start running, I say, the shadows are here in, are here in Stormreach. I just put the king on the ship. Please don't kill him when you find him. 
Um, and as you're running, it's because Cursebringer is showing you where they are. Erebus. Erebus, sorry. So the sword is literally ex- not pointed out in front of you. You're not going to stab anybody, but extended out. Um, Except sort of dowsing around? Yeah. Booyah <laughs> um, says, tell which direction. Booyah find portal two. Booyah no. You are headed to the harbor district. Um, Somewhere in the harbor. Um, I say, um, I mean, here's the thing. Dex wants to save this kid right now. Dex still thinks all that he just saw was somebody who was working for a guy that wants him dead. Die. He saves the kid cause kids are innocent. Now he, he doesn't care about the figure though. Mm-hmm. So he's, if, if, if he says Harbor, he's running Harbor and he says, uh, last hat's dead. Did you say the King? Yes. And there's no, can't possibly have this conversation at the moment. Fine, fine, <laughs> fine. We got crashed. We're coming. We'll, we'll meet you. Yes, at the, the king, but it's okay. All right, sure, fine. We'll meet you at the harbor. I guess we got crashed out. He's very angry. Booyah's like he's last I say protect son. We can't leave son Char with Charlie. He can't protect son. Do we know if it's? I mean, it's not just Charlie, right? There are servants. There are guards. He's had guards at his house previously. I mean. He charged you all with protecting his son. Yeah, that's that's the sense Booyah got. You do. I mean, you do have a place with somebody that you trust that is very powerful that you could leave Charlie and the son with or just the son, Cassian. But yeah, Booyah's for we got we have to get Charlie, get son, take take with or take somewhere safe. All right, fine. Get them. They can come with us. We're going to the harbor anyway. Okay. Booyah runs and tells Charlie and the okay. son, you so, come now. Um, what, what's happening? Uh, Booyah no, no house say in, in. We'll tell you later. Come now. <laughs> you, we tell. Go. Here, um, here's my question. Is Charlie strong enough that he can carry a six-year-old and keep a pace? Do we need to hand him to Crast or to me? I mean, not that I'm particularly strong. He's, but. he's capable of. Running as fast as Crass will be able to in full plate armor, like that's possible. So, um, you all take off towards the harbor district. Um, and as you're running, Erebus says, Okay, Beric. Oh, and also, I told Crass that, that Beric said the shadows were here because I figured that would snap him into some urgency. Yeah. Is the um, Paolo. Is like her place, like really close. Is that like would we consider that well, she's a place? She's on her way to the harbor. Yeah, she's gone to the harbor too. Yeah. Okay, so I guess they're coming with us. Yeah, we we're, we we got to put them on the boat too. Um, okay. So, Erebus says, Eric, something. I don't know if you felt it, but something happened to where a a piece of someone the, took a pact. Yes. Um. What I've been able to gather as you have put me together essentially is that the conflagration that all of the pack wielders first began with was to protect Eberron from outside invasion from a force that has been, it seems erased from history and that fight is still ongoing and brewing greater than it has in thousands of years. 
I believe that the shadows coming from Mabah are tied into it somehow. But in order to resolve the pact, we have to somehow figure out a way to stop this plane from invading, destroying, merging with Eberron. That and, is And the these pact. are the dream thieves. Uh, all indications point to that. Right. Um, Beric, I'm not an omniscient figure. I'm, I'm learning along with, I know it would be really convenient well, if I could just tell you. With you, as my, as my understanding. <laughs> Um, if you wanted to pact with a god, you should have been a cleric. Um, <laughs> well, I'm not looking for omniscience. I'm just looking for what my mother, what my father, fathers, 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 fathers promised you. This has got to be the most absurd thing running down the street <laughs> with a sword. Just <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. So we get to the harbor district, and Barrick, you round a corner just as Dex, Booyah, Crass, Charlie, and Cassian are going down a straightaway, and you all kind of merge onto the same street as you are in a dead sprint to the harbor district. You all can we see borrowed time? Yes, you can see okay. borrowed time. I point to our boat and I just tell Charlie, that's ours. Tell Gerald we said keep you safe. Okay. And Pal- Paolo, who's also heading there, would know last night's son. They, yes, so. she would know him, but they weren't sprinting with you. So Right, I yeah. understand. Um, but I'm just saying like once she gets there once but, she gets there there can be more vouching um, and, oh yeah and Gerald knows Charlie Gerald's seen Charlie yeah so yeah so Charlie knows which boats are I just say get to the boat <laughs> um, take it all back get to the boat as as you all get closer and closer and closer to the harbor Dex and Booyah and Krast also notices Barrick's not slowing down and Barrick you feel the pull of Erebus continue and finally, Erebus says, I'd hold your breath as you dive off of the harbor into the sea. Why would you do this to us? Um, Decks don't why, stop. Why would you take us underwater? <laughs> Ride or die. F*** up some fish. Do this. <laughs> Dex gets in the water. Um, Crest gets in the water and immediately Booyah sinks. Takes a moment before he jumps in and wants to sense exactly where this portal is at. Okay. Dex jumps in the water and prays that Booyah doesn't love the lightning stone. <laughs> it is very, very excited that I had him trade mine back out. Uh, if it's within 1000 feet, I know the direction it's distance. below you and behind you. Okay. And I also sense the plane of existence, blah, blah, blah. Yep. Um, so you all find yourself submerged in water. Um, everyone give me athletics checks except for Barrick because Barrick has something guiding him. Um, is this, is, is Erebus basically one of those little handheld propeller things now <laughs> scooting him through the water? Scuba scooter. I'm sorry. It was athletics. You said yes. 12. And you're sure it can't be acrobatics. Yes. <laughs> all right. 11. Okay. Um, you all managed to keep pace with Barrick as uh, the ocean grows a bit darker, but you see an open circle in in the stone that is under the harbor district. And it looked like there were one time bars blocking it, but they have been broken away. As you all swim in and come up out of the water, I need to in an underground chamber where there is just nothing but silence. End of episode. Well, that's good because that gives me time to double check. I'm a swashbuckler. I'm pretty sure I've got some waterborne skilly things yeah, that I need to look you're at. You're good at sailing boats. <laughs> <laughs> it's on the water. 
I have a feeling I didn't need to use planar lore. I had a feeling we were going to just go right to it. It's good to know. Hello, everybody, and thank you for listening to another episode of Eberron Renewed. We did it again. We goofed up and just immediately went into our 10-minute break instead of giving you all a proper sign-off. So apologies. If you want to uh, be a part of the conversation with us, you can head on over to the Facebook group, uh, which is the Geek Pantheon. We are also on Twitter and Instagram at the Geek Pantheon. You can email us, thegeekpantheon at gmail.com. We just want to give a huge shout out to all of you listening to this show. Uh, we are so grateful that you are still on this journey with us and enjoying this show that we all have just a blast doing together, uh, even if it doesn't sound like it sometimes. And um, a, a huge shout out to all of our awesome patrons. I want to give a big shout out to our show sponsors, Matt Lewis, uh, Daryl Delaney, Darren Katzka, Jessica Smith, Laura Pickren, Irene Viarito, Ryan Royce, Nico Batson, Charles Compton, John Carey, the Cam family, and all of our other amazing patrons. Thank you so much. These shows would not be what they are today without you. Uh, so thank you all so much for listening. Once again, I am your Dungeon Master, Eric. The players would say their farewells as well if they were here. Uh, but it is late Thursday night and I'm wrapping up editing this thing. So thank you all so much for listening and we will see you next time.